All right. Uh, hey, guys, welcome to Amazing Action Comics. My name is Angel. Uh, and my guest today is a good friend and colleague from the uh, convention circuit, Mr. Christian Espiritu Santo. Uh, he's a con- creator, a writer, uh, an artist, and all the above. How you doing, bro? I'm good. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We haven't spoken in quite some time, actually. Yeah, yeah, we've been we me us both. We we've, we've been extremely busy. So this is a, a you know very 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 lucky that we. We got a chance to to speak, you know, for a while. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been a crazy year. I mean, by this time, we've already seen each other a couple times on the circuit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been been crazy, you know, through this whole um, pandemic situation. But you know, we we managed to stay positive and you know keeping the the motivation and uh, the excitement, you know, going forward. You know. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, t- I mean, being on lockdown for the first couple of months, I mean, we really didn't go anywhere. And it's fr- it's crazy because me and my wife were talking the other day and we were like, this is the first year, the first year, bro, that we had every single vacation planned right. and paid for, paid for. So we paid for everything like in January. And all of a sudden now we were scrambling in like April and May to to get refunds and answers from all these different places. And we we're like, holy crap, the first time in, in history of, of us, you know, planning vacations and, and this had to happen. So we're not planning any more vacations. We're going to do lots <laughs> of good things. Wow. Funny you say that because me and my wife, we, we were uh, planning to go to uh, Dominican Republic. And then the, when the whole pandemic happened, we, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. It's, everything just got, you know, um, backed up and, you know, chaos happened. But what are you going to do? You know, so we'll, we'll plan for, for next year or whenever everything gets back to normal. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. So out there, you guys know that whenever we have somebody on, we have five questions for them just to get to know a little bit about them, their process uh, in making comics. So, Christian, my first question to you is, when did you discover comics, bro? Oh, man. When did I discover comics? <laughs> uh, I discovered comics, uh, say, when I was, uh, say, 11, 11, 12 years old. Um I was always going to the local uh, local shop, um, you know, from school, and I used to stop in a little shop where they had like the the spinner racks for comics. I used to uh, see them, but not until I was able to. I couldn't buy them, but I used to see them. And then my 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 older brother was the one that was collecting the comics, and um, you know he has that Spider Man, Superman, Batman you know the the fantastic four and such like that and i grew you know i fell in love with it you know as he got older he 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 gave me his and uh, i felt i started falling in love with it and you know i i was joined as you know five years old you know my adolescence and and i never stopped nice five years old that's that's crayons and crayons right oh mostly most likely on the wall (laughs) yeah Yeah, i remember those days and then getting beaten (laughs) based (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah all right so who's who's your favorite character um and my favorite character would be you know batman you know because um you know he's 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 just a badass character and uh you know vigilante you know his parents was murdered you know and uh has a lot of sorrow a lot of a lot of pain in there so i like the aspect of that character and uh, all around you know so you know he's considered one of my favorite characters yes i have to agree with you there i mean i mean we're an independent publisher and we spoke mo- mostly about 
uh, independent comics. And that's what I'm reading these days is mostly independent stuff. But whenever I go mainstream, that's the one character. I mean, I probably maybe a couple of weeks ago, I just finished uh, Night Quest, you know, when Bane broke right. Batman's back. Uh, right. Um, and it, it was just, it was, it, it was crazy. It, you know, he's definitely with, because he's a human being with no superpowers and his greatest gift is, it's not his money, it's, it's actually his willpower and, you know, the, the fact that he's the greatest detective in the world. He can really outthink anybody. Absolutely. That's what I love about him. Yeah, too. always find that fascinating. So, what was the first comic you ever bought on your, on your own? My, the first comic that I ever bought was actually uh, Shadowhawk uh, from Image Comics, uh, the artist uh, Jim Valentino. Latino, yep. Yeah, man, that was my first issue ever that I could afford to buy on my own. So it was really a very exciting moment for me to uh, to purchase that book. And and the artwork was was so fascinating. It blew me away that I said, oh, man, I, I got to do this. Yeah. Well, that was the image boom. So they were they were like right on the cusp of just, you know, starting out and about to become tremendously big. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. you know, you talk about talk about breaking away from the big two, and you know, having the the cojones to you know start your own company, and then you know compete against these guys and actually blow them out of the water for for a second or two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you got you know you got these seven artists. You know, you got Tom McFarlane, Jim Lee, Eric Larson, mm-hmm. Mark uh, Silvestri, Jim Valentino. Uh, you know these these guys. Um, you know. You know they 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 were you know the top of the game you know, uh, Will Pistachio you know they were they were, they were all on top of the game you know they were they were they were the producing amazing artwork and you know um, Marvel had these guys um, you know on on the palm of their hand and, and you know these guys you know you know well and that's so, that's so, the thing I mean these guys were creators and they wanted to be able to create and I think being in that tight box for so long where they couldn't you know, get out of the edges of that box was driving them insane. I know, especially uh, Todd McFarlane, because every single interview he's ever done, you know, he didn't, he never wanted to be constricted into these rules and guidelines. He wanted to be able to break them and, you know, bring the fans what they, what they really wanted, which, you know, yeah, the things that he did with Spider-Man. Um, and, and it's funny that you mentioned that because the first, you know, comic book that I ever bought with my own money, you know, $1.95 was, was Spawn, issue number one, Todd McFarlane, and it just, it blew me away. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. They, they, those guys, man, were, were very motivated in, into my my realm. So it, it it actually helped me to 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 focus on on things like that. You know, create, um, you know, take charge of what you want. You know, and don't let nobody tell you wrong. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Tell the story that you want to tell. Exactly. All right. So then that brings me to my next question. So when did you first decide you wanted to create comics? I, I. Yes. I around the same age, around like that uh, twelve, that I wanted because um, that I wanted to create comics uh, because you know I was always I was always drawing, so I was always wanted to be the one to uh, create and come up with the the idea. But you know, coming coming up with the idea always comes with a price because every time if I created a character, you know, what I have to create a backstory, the origin, and whatnot. So it took me a while to you know get a really good style of story and you know I finally you know came up with warrior it was called warrior at the time mm-hmm. and I had a change because there were so many different names out there so I had to figure out a name 
um, that that it would actually fit. You know, my I, I came to my brother and he was like, because he was the one helping me. It was called Warriors, uh, Warriors Against Realms. You know, and we we, we scratched that out. We, we he said it should be amongst because. It's two worlds colliding, two realms, two universes. Hmm. So he just said to me, you know, why you just call it amongst realms, warrior amongst realms, and then you have the abbreviation gives you war. So I was like, damn, all right, so that works. So you know, we stick. I stuck with it, and and I ran with it, and and it became, you know, became successful in my part. <laughs> nice, yes, you got a nice little acronym going on, and then everything. Each each one of the letters represents something. So so tell tell us a little bit about your your comic that you created and then maybe the process of it because you not only draw it you actually write it as well correct yes yes i i write i illustrate and uh, and and ink also so those are the three things that i do for the book you know i have my colorist i have uh uh my letterist also so you know i have a cool pretty solid team and um, you know uh, the the story is about you know these these three guys that receive these uh, um, mystical powers from another world, and they use these powers to protect this world against the evil war warlord Lord Agnes, who threatens to destroy it. So you know we 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 you know we go uh, follow the 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 adventures of these guys protecting this world, and you know a lot of things are unfolding um, throughout the whole series. You know so. Um, I, always, I I like to be like the, the the Michael Bay in comics where you know you have uh, you know the suspense is building and then all of a sudden boom it's in your face so that's like me you know? <laughs> so I like to I like to have you know also little uh, hidden clues in, in, in the issues so uh, I, that's one thing I like to put in my in, in the storytelling you know uh, issue number one issue number two and so on and so on so. You know, it gives you something to read and like, oh man, if you didn't pick up issue, if you picked up issue number two and you didn't pick up issue number one, you're not gonna understand it. So you have to everything is everything, you know, it's flowing in order. So, you know, my second issue, issue number two, picked up right where we left off in issue number one. Right. So thing it's gonna happen issue number three. We left off in issue number two, it picks right there. It doesn't it doesn't spin off to another thing, it doesn't it doesn't take you anywhere else. It just keeps you in the action. You know, it keeps you in the story. It's like watching a movie, but just on paper. So, you know, that's how what I grew up with, you know, um, seeing and, and reading and visualizing. So Nice. All right. So then you have your own collective little universe that you're creating, correct? Yeah. This, this universe, uh, you know, um, even though it's Warriors Amongst Realms, so the possibility is there. So I have other characters... Um, in the mix right now, um, can't talk about it much, yeah, but yeah. have other characters involved that it's going to spin off and have their own series, and um, you know discover other possibilities um, with with the universe. So I have a lot of things um, involved. So basically, uh, Wars Amongst Realms is basically the the um, the stepping stone. It's basically it's Avenger series, and then it spins off to its own series got gotcha. you yeah now do you see this as an ongoing series or is it is it a short you know maxi series or uh a six issue 12 issue mini series I, I can't um i can tell you know the uh you know i had the first 
first five and then I got to do the, the next uh, the next set of five so I can say that it's it, it can be up to a 10 10 issue series and then it, and then I'm probably spin it off to something else because there's there's stuff in the in the story that 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 you know you start to question you know where are these characters going you know how how are they coping with these uh, abilities and powers you know so mm-hmm. you know the, the possibility is there Okay, so let me ask you a question, a very important question. Do you know how the story ends? Do I know where the story ends? Well, you're going to have to read the story. <laughs> out. All right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, so then talk about your process a little bit, because you are the creator, you're the writer, and then the penciler. Like, what, What's your process when, all right, say issue number one, did you have the same process when you were doing issue number two, or did you start to streamline certain things um, because you started to learn off of what you did on one? Well, yeah, it's um, funny you say that. Well, issue number one took a little bit longer because it, it, it took me, um, you know, quite some time to get the learning process of putting a comic book together. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to put a comic book together. I knew how to draw. I know how to illustrate, but I didn't know how to take images, put it into a comic book format and tell a story, you know, and that's that's very important, you know, where where you take uh what you're visualizing in your head and then put it in on paper that's that's to me that's freaking awesome you know so i had to you know um uh i had written the story i had you know i had created the story so i what i did was i i wrote the story and then i had to visualize the scenes that i wanted to portray and um you know i took my time and whatnot so finally i had i had to I had the pages done and then I had to rework them. Trust me, man. I had like you know at least forty pages of, or maybe more that I remember of just concept art and and and, wow. and the way the the way the the background looks, the scenery, the clothing, the the you know you're building up you're you're building a universe. You know, um, you can you can write it, but now you have to visualize it. Right. So visualizing and writing it is two different things, but when you put that together, it takes it to a whole different ballpark. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now, did you it, did you write the script out and then put notes and details? Like like I've done I've done work where you know I've received scripts of other people's IP, and it, you know you get the script of all the details that you need to do in each one of the panels, and then there's a little a little bit of liberty of you know what the how the artist. Uh, conceptualizes and, and visualizes yeah. what the what the writer wants, but because it's yeah. your own thing, how much detail yeah. did you put into the script? Oh man, I put freaking everything in there. I put mad details. I didn't know what the heck I was getting myself into, but <laughs> yes, you're 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 basically the the as the writer. You know, you 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 try to put as much details as possible, and then um, as you as you illustrate it, you know, you try to capture as much as possible that you want. But, but for me, I didn't have to put too much details in the writing because I mean, um, I didn't have to put too much details because I already knew it. I already know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's all in your head. It's all in my head. So I already knew what, where I had to um, go in the first issue. In the second issue, it wasn't so bad because I already, I already uh, knew where the, the direction it was going, so I basically had to lay out the artwork. I laid out the artwork, the whole artwork uh, from 24 pages of artwork. I laid it out, 
And once I figured out that the the 24 pages w- were the way I wanted it, and then I I went off and put it on the Blue Line pages. And then after that, then I actually wrote the dialogue, I married the dialogue to the way the artwork was uh, was illustrated. You know, I, I basically you know took the the concept how Stan Lee, um, you know, created and wrote the characters. You know, he'll they'll give a story, a plot, basically just a plot to a story to an artist. The artist will will illustrate that that type of plot mm-hmm. in four pages. The artwork goes back to Stan Lee, and then Stan Lee will, will write the dialogue based on the art, um, based on the artist's artwork. Right. You know, and it worked much easier, much quicker, much faster. So I used that technique from Stan Lee, and it worked pretty well for me. I actually got the second issue done much quicker than the first issue. Awesome, awesome. So you're, you're finding your groove. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. You just have you just have to find what works for you, what works best for you. You know. Um, I know that you know some artists, you know, will write uh, the whole script with dialogue, with details, like a movie script, you know, and then they'll go in with with uh, with the artwork, you know. I just know that I, for me, I, I I already have the plot already, the series already. I do the first, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. All right, it's already out. I already wrote it out, and now I have to, you know, um, you know, set my my scenery, my wardrobe, the set, you know, what's, what's going here, what's going there, right. you know? So it's, it's, um, you know, it's your, your, you're basically making a movie, but just on paper. The thing is that you're the director, you got the gun pointed at you. Right. And you know, <laughs> and that's, what's really great about this, this medium is that there isn't, I mean, there are wrong ways to do things, especially if it takes you a long amount of time to, to get, you know, the product done, but there isn't any one way to do it. So each creator right. is, is actually, you know, they, they have unlimited, re- well, in this day and age, almost unlimited resources to pretty much do it any way they want to get the job done, which is fantastic. So everyone's process can be slightly different as long as it works for them. So it seems like you're, you're, you're finding your groove, uh, yeah. your process. Definitely. Um, well, you know, um, Marvel had, the, had that ability. DC still had that, that format of writing a script and then passing it over to the artists. And they had a little trouble with that at that time um, at DC Comics, you know, the, the editor-in-chief, uh, you know, and the writers will write the script and they give it to the artists. Some of the artwork, some of the artwork wasn't gelling too right because uh, the the writing was there and then the artwork wasn't working, you know? So it, it at that time they had, they actually woke up like, all right, you know, maybe we should try something different, you know, so. Well, and, and the process is a little bit different because you're dealing with your own IP. So you, you're exactly. the creator and the writer of it. So there's not a lot of combinations like that. I mean, I could think of a few, um, especially like under the Indian independent market that, you know, yeah. write and draw their own stuff. It, it's, there's freedom in it, but then it's just more work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I definitely feel that pain as well. So it's all good. So then, all right. So now you got these books that are made. How, how do you get them out to your fans? I the, the the book goes out to you know I I I am friends and I I'm friends with local comic book um, uh, owners and a bunch of them. You know I go and, and you know send emails. I present myself. And uh, you just have to, you know, network, network the, the, the heck out of your product because it's your name on the line. You know, if, if you want to get in and if you want to do this, then you have to put your name out there. You have to, you know, socialize. You need to network. You need to, you know, you have to be the, that, that, that face 
that's going to market your your product. So I actually go out there and I talk to the fans. I talk to the owners of the comic book stores. I sh- show them what I have, and 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 see if if you strike you know luck and you know um, you know I I I've been uh, for, I've been fortunately to to be lucky that I actually you know was able to get in my books and stores and and able to build a, a business relationship with these with these people. Nice. So you're going directly to the market then. Yeah, I go yeah, definitely. You go directly to the market. If you can go directly to the market, there's always social media. There's always uh, you know, uh, their website and something you can talk to them. You can you know, they can let you know how they, you know, what would they like and and you know, you'd be lucky to they'll they, they'll get in contact with you. They'll they'll email you and 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 see what you have, you know, um, and making sure that that you have something fun that's everybody's going to enjoy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I know for most independent creators, you know, distribution and you know, you can love your work as much as you want, but unless you get people to actually pick up the book, it's it's quite challenging to to create even more because, you know, unfortunately, what makes the world go round is is money. And everybody needs a little bit of money in their pocket to, you know, put food on the table and a roof over their head. And as far as independent creators, you know, distribution is key after creating the product and being able to get it out to the masses so that, you know, it, it makes everything even more worth it. I mean, a lot of people do this because they have a passion for drawing and creating, um, but passion for things don't, you know, put food on the table, unfortunately. Absolutely, man. That's that's that's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so the, the hustle is real when you want to get your product out there. And... Exactly. The hustle is real, man. The, the hustle is real, yeah. All right, so, sweet. Well, I, I, well, what's that? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually didn't know what I was getting, getting myself into with uh, with illustration when 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 it, when it when it hit the fan, like, wow, this is for real. Like, wow, like, um, I love what I'm doing. You know, I, I love what I'm doing. That's what I, I basically have to say. I love drawing. I love creating um, stories and, uh, you know, and sharing with the fans and the world. And because it's not also my story. It's the world's story. So it's uh, it's it's been a blessing for me. And, I you know, I thank every I thank the fans and I thank everybody who's been following me on social media um for the bottom of my heart thank you so much cool yeah that's great all right so all right so let, moving on a little bit so if, if you're looking at you know you, you've come a long way from that initial you know drawing off the wall uh, when you were five years old to getting your first comic book to creating your first comic book so during this journey who have you found to be the biggest influence on your comic career uh that that person would have to say would be uh jim lee mm. i would have to say jim lee and because uh, Jim Lee, you know, he he, he has come a long way and, and I just love um, everything that he he puts out, you know, um, his artwork and, and the way he he uh, he puts the camera, you know, the artwork, the, the the portrayal, the everything about, you know, Jim Lee's work. It's I love his work, you know, uh, along, along with other artists, you know, you know, you know, like Todd McFarlane, you know, he's also one of my favorite. Um, and I can go further back to, you know, early, the early years, you know, when, when I was a kid, you know, Jack Kirby, you know, his amazing, uh, crackle, you know, uh, you know, and, and his inking style and, and his illustration, you know, he, he's incredible, you know, yeah. uh, you said, you know, um, you know, all these, all these amazing creators, you know, friends with, uh, Neil Adams, you know, who, who, 
oh my god drew, drew batman for for a lot of years mm-hmm. so that's uh a lot of people that i know in the industry are very inspirational to me and you know i i thank them for inspiring me to keep you know keep following uh my dreams and uh keep creating characters and 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 um keep going on my journey you know it's uh, it's only the beginning it's yeah. only the no it's good because you know what a lot of the times I'll ask people and they'll go back to you know those those silver age and, and golden age guys and you know a lot of them paved the way for where we are today and you know I, as much as I love comics I, I I'm not a big historian because I didn't read a lot of that stuff and I just actually started now going back to some of that stuff uh, because right. I came in you know in the the 90s when when image had that big boom so for right, me right. my influences and I think for most of us our influences were these guys that you know separated themselves like Todd McFarlane Rob Liefeld uh I mean for so many years Rob Liefeld right. like the epitome of of what I wanted to be able to do because it was so it wasn't because it was accurate it was because it was so freaking outrageous mm-hmm. that there was nothing else like you know like that out there yeah and and you know you compare it to Jim Lee and you compare the anatomy and the anatomy the anatomy is so different I mean Jim Lee's so crisp and and seasoned I mean but they all started somewhere I mean you look at Todd McFarlane he always shares you know the 300 rejection letters that he got from you know different publishing houses right um, and yeah. but you know that that never defeated him they just you know they kept working in the craft and you know it, you can to me like these creators if you can be a creator that has a very distinctive style that just stands out where you know i've been doing this for quite some time where you know i see certain artists and i could just be like oh that's that person that's that person because they have a very unique style that just kind of stands out it's when you start to blend in that it, you just become sort of like part of that farm factory of you know just pushing out stuff that's that's the same as something else um so i think having those influences that push you to be the best of who you are to bring to the table um is fantastic and for a lot of people it is jim lee because his worth um is fantastic as well so yes definitely definitely all right definitely. cool yeah, bro. All right, so you got some exciting things going on for you right now. It sounds like, you know, I mean, at this point, like I said before, we'd, we'd be out in the circuit, you know, trying to hustle and bustle and, and, and widen our audience as well. And unfortunately, you know, we're not able to do this year. Hopefully, we'll be able to get out into the circuit next year and, and you know, be able to chat up with some people and be able to spread the word. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I, off of this, I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to have all of your information. So anybody who's interested in getting in contact with Christian, um, the links will be attached to the podcast so just make sure you you visit and and give him a shout out he has some really great stuff um that's out there on social media um Mm -hmm. if you have any you know guys want to chat it up and you know relationships work from there then it's all good that's all about networking right absolutely that's what makes it all around (laughs) so before we end this bro just one last one so what advice would you give any creator out there who's looking to you know get into the business or start their own comic um from scratch I would say to um, have fun, um, believe in yourself, never give up, never take no for an answer, um, and practice your craft. Keep, keep, keep chugging, keep chugging, keep, you know, never stop until you fulfill your dreams because you never know when the possibility will be knocking at your door. Hell to the year on that. 
<laughs> All right, brother. Listen, this has been fantastic. We got some great information on here. It sounds like you're doing really, really well. Uh, look, Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I look forward to the day that we can see each other again on the circuit. Yeah, there, we, we gotta do this more often. We gotta do. We gotta. Do, I gotta. I. I. They've, they've been asking me uh, to, Chris. You gotta do some live stream. You gotta start doing more of. Uh, you know, we gotta see more of your face. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do this, you know, chat it up and, you know, get the, get the word out there to people about, you know, independent comics and independent creators, because, you know, we are out there and we're, we're hustling and we're trying to, to, to get our stories out to, to the world. Yeah. We got to show our faces more often. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, gang, I want to thank everybody for joining us today on this episode of Amazing Action Comics. As always, uh, be amazing, stay amazing and read something amazing. Until next time. Do that.